Welcome to Abundant Universe, the podcast that's all about you. Here we talk about your spiritual activation, awakening, and ascension, as well as your personal path to mindfully manifesting your most magical, fulfilling, abundant, and prosperous reality through quantum physics, ancient spiritual teachings, mysticism, and all things esoteric. I'm your personal energy alchemist, spiritual activator, quantum healer, mindful manifestation mentor, and host, Elle Brandlin. And today we're talking about how healing our womb wounds helps us activate our inner knowing and authority with my first guest ever, my friend and soul family member, Taylor Lachey. So stick around until the end to learn everything you need to know because you don't have to have a physical womb to have womb wounds. And be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. So Taylor and I just came off of an amazing three-day summit that actually healed womb wounds, cleared and alchemized all kinds of energy, including sacred rage, activated ascension and spiritual gifts, and so much more. And you can still binge watch all the magical goodness through the end of this week. So hit up the show notes or description box below to join the Facebook group and get all that healing for yourself because you deserve it and it's fucking free. So get in there. Thank you so much for joining me today, Taylor, and for hosting such an amazing transformational healing summit. I guess we should start by explaining womb wounds a little bit just for those who are unfamiliar. So can you tell us a little bit about what womb wounds are? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I'm so excited to be your first guest. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm excited too. Yeah, you're the very first one and I'm glad because we're friends. So that takes some pressure off of me. It does, doesn't it? When you know people. Yeah, no, absolutely. That familiarity definitely brings comfort. Um, But yeah, and thank you for being part of the summit. So that was super powerful. Three days. Definitely. We did some soul sharing. We shared lifetimes, not people just talking about shit, but like people really sharing their authentic stories and what has lived in their wombs, honestly, for so many years, because womb wounds are really just, if it helps for a mental picture, replace the word womb with core, and Mm. think your actual core, think your belly deep in your belly, deep in your gut, and where, you know, our wombs are, right? But the reason I went with womb wounds is because every person, whether you have a womb or not, a womb is where, you know, life, birth, and so much creation happens, right? Mm. But sometimes there is a birth of things that don't serve us. And there is a birth of trauma, there is a birth of trials and personality traits and habits that build in our core. And, you know, sometimes they are wounds that have been put on us based on the traumas that we've been through, the trials we've been through, and the experiences that we have lived through, especially early on in our younger years, which is why it's this idea of womb wounds, because there are things that live within us, sensations, thoughts, memories, they stay not just in your mind, but they stay in your body. You know, just a trigger warning, I am 
a rape survivor. And, you know, when I go out in public, my sense of someone being in my energy does not come from my intuitive nature at all. It comes from the subconscious programming in my core from the wounds of being abused by people I was supposed to trust that came out of nowhere and did things to me that they didn't have my consent to do to me. And so it's created a sensation for me that, you know, you go in public places, people, as they come up behind me, like, it's really hard to sneak up on me. You really got to be stealthy. Like you got to be on some cat shit for real (laughs) to sneak up on me because I can feel people's presence. And like I said, that was not something for me that came because it was intuitive. That was something that came out of instinct. And those are the kind of situations and the kind of sensations that we worked through to heal those womb wounds. Because like I said, womb wounds are just their core wounds that have their living rent free deep in your nervous system, in your conscious and your subconscious mind. And for some of us, it's more subconscious, honestly, like Mm -hmm. for people like Elle and myself, where we're a bit further on our healing and our personal development journeys and our spiritual journeys, you know, it's easy for us to stay consciously living, not in those womb wounds, living in the healing states that we, you know, so beautifully put ourselves in to live the kind of lives that we want to. However, you know, struggles for people like us, even as you build your awareness, it starts to come in with the subconscious. And that was the point of the event was to start to open up the channel of life force that is your entire being beyond the vessel that is the body. So you can move all of this pent up hidden things that are just lying dormant as a wound that is ready to be healed. It's ready to seal itself and let your body do what it needs to to naturally heal that. And so, you know, those womb wounds that the whole summit was just about moving that energy and getting to the core of our problems because it wasn't a summit where we specifically came to talk about mindset. It wasn't where we just did sacred rage. We didn't just do voice activations. We did all of it. There was a flow within the three days of we went into your mind, conscious and subconscious. We went into your emotions, your nervous system, and then we ended into our bodies, bringing it all as one. So like I said, you get into your core. You're not leaving any part of what you've been through out and you move into a space of just pure unconditional love and acceptance. So those wounds in the womb that have created and magnetized experiences that maybe you're tired of, they can shift because now that wound can heal and the past can truly become the past in an energetic sense. Absolutely. And we both have that in common as far as those instincts where it's not necessarily your intuition, it's your body physically reacting to the energy because it's been there before, like it's had that trauma. So I totally related with that. And a lot of people that go through trauma early in life are more intuitive or psychic or instinctual connected to that because we kind of had to be like, we had to be Mm -hmm. aware of our surroundings. So That's definitely a thing. So let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube, if you can relate to that. And please definitely check out the group because there is still so much healing. You did not have to be there live to benefit. It's still just Mm -hmm. as powerful on replay. And that's why Taylor is so graciously allowing the group to stay open um, until the end of the week, I believe. So um, the other thing I wanted to add too is that whether you have a physical womb or not, 
your sacral chakra is associated with that area of your body, no matter what gender or gender identity you are. And you'll have blockages in that particular chakra as well. So a lot of the work that we did, and like Taylor said, we, we hit it from every angle. All three days, like we're really, really focused on healing. And I do believe that other things were healed as well. Because I think anything that you're ready to heal will just come up and get healed mm -hmm. during things like that. So um, definitely check it out. And I would love to know what drew you to host this beautiful and massively healing transformational experience. Mm, yes, 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 yes. So I actually came across the picture that I took of myself when this idea was birthed as tears streamed hot down my face, yet I was smiling at the beauty of what had come intuitively because as we heal those core wounds, whatever they are for you, like Elle said, it definitely allows for intuition and instinct to become one. They're no longer separate. One's no longer based in trauma or survival and one only based in, you know, education and positivity. They become one in the same and they support you. They support each other. And, you know, my instincts and my intuition guided me to a place of seeing where was I holding myself back on a deeper level? What in my core was I just not surrendering to maybe because of fear, doubt, my past traumas? Like I really just wanted to let it all go and release and work through it. And it was Mother's Day. And I had just been watching the Dear Mama documentary by with Tupac and it really just, you know, Tupac's mom was a Black Panther. And, you know, I, you can't see me, but I am an, a biracial person. And so to be dealing in a world today with the kind of oppression that I have dealt with, watching that documentary from that angle and just seeing the powerhouse that his mother was, but also seeing, you know, being a creative and growing up in trauma and poverty and oppression and drugs and crime like that's literally what I grew up in and you know not on the level that he did and I realized like that stuff was still holding on to me like the idea of being a successful entrepreneur it some days felt heavy and impossible to go further than where I am because of the past and because of what I grew up into and so I watched that documentary and it all circled around Mother's Day at the same time, of course. And, you know, my mom was truly my yin and yang. Like, I have some of the best memories with her. And she's still alive. It's just that, you know, she has an addiction. And others in my family have. And we have really great memories. And for many years, I saw past my mom's trauma and understood her more than just as my mother and understood that, you know, sometimes life gets so, so hard and fucked up and everybody learns how to cope differently. And not everybody has people like Elle or myself or, you know, the friends and the soul family that we have to help us when we are drowning and it starts raining. They, you know, she didn't have that. And so all this started happening around Mother's Day and I just, I wanted to love her. I didn't want to be angry with her because I knew that that anger was holding me back and it made me angry with myself because it didn't align with my true beliefs of seeing people as human beings that, you know, the real addiction is trauma. It's coping with it. It has nothing to do with drugs. It 
not at all, honestly, but Mm -hmm. it is trying to cope rather than enhance life. And so I did a surrender practice because I really wanted to let all that go. And, you know, I played the song Dear Mama by Tupac because that song that he wrote for his mom, that was his song for loving her for the Black queen that she is and was and also for honoring her for the days that she couldn't be that black queen because she was a crack fiend. And he literally says that in his song. And, you know, that was my mother's vice. And so that hit me hard in my heart. And, you know, Tupac died the day that I was born. And it's just something about coming across all of this and, you know, hearing that song and him being able to find a space of forgiveness for her, for his mother and loving her at both stages right he appreciated her for what she gave him and even later in life after she got clean because she actually outlived her son and it's just it was so beautiful to witness such forgiveness and in herself because at the end of the documentary it showed her talking about how she knew that he would want her to forgive herself she knew that he wouldn't want her to hate herself for what happened and outliving her son right? Because, you know, the trauma and the darkness that he grew up in because of her had a lot to do with why he died. Obviously, he made his own choices, but he was a man in pain. And that's also what led to it was seeing how much pain Tupac was in in that documentary and how much pain was in his songs and how much pain the world caused him. And that's when I realized core wounds, womb wounds, and it doesn't have anything to do with the womb and everything to just do with deep trauma that is so deep within us. And then you start going through life and you start growing up and then you add all these layers. You've got trauma that other people brought onto you. You've got trauma that you started to go through because of choices you made out of the trauma that others put on you. And it just starts to layer and layer and it builds in your womb and it blocks you even like you're talking about L, like with your chakras, right? That's why, you know, on the third day, I walked everybody through a meditation to move this energy that is in their wombs, whether you actually have a womb or not, but in your core and start to move that through. So it's not just deteriorating within you. It's your body can be free of the trauma and you can move it through. Like even in my own healing practice, I allowed myself to cry. I allowed myself to laugh. I wrote and I even got up and I started doing some intuitive movement, releasing energy from my hips. And, you know, I was snotting, crying, dude, like eyes pouring hot, hot tears. But I had so much love in my heart and so much forgiveness and so much understanding. And that's when the idea was birthed. It was like everybody's got a womb wound everybody. And I just kept thinking about Tupac. And if somebody had taught that man a little bit more about healing, like, you know, at one of his, he had everything he went through and then it was showing at one of his concerts, a kid got shot. That right there, part of his spirit died. And that to me is why, you know, that's what birthed womb wounds and wanting to present an opportunity that was unconditional. You know, obviously I'm an entrepreneur and a lot of the people that I had there were that were speakers were entrepreneurs. But, you know, not a single person focused on like promoting themselves unless everybody was like, I fucking love this. I need more of this. How do I get more of this? <laughs> like, I don't have some event that when you go watch it, there's there's no promotion at nothing. Yeah. It's just invitation to continue your healing and invite unconditional love, you know, so and I gave that to myself and I want more people to have that because then we'd have more Tupacs in the world. We might even still have Tupac. Yes. And so that's kind of how that was birthed and why. I love that so much. So as you were talking, it kind of occurred to me, 
what do you think the correlation between womb wounds and the mother wound is or correlations? Because it seems like mm, there's a, that's a good big one. overlap there. I honestly think the connection is more based in our human perception of time and experiences, to be quite honest. I'm answering this very intuitively, too, to be super honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's more of our perceptions of our human reality and experiences that we go through when we're younger, because those motherly wounds, from my understanding of motherly wounds, it is healing those things literally to almost reparent ourselves, right? To learn how yeah. to heal and reparent ourselves in a healthy way and live our lives in that way. And so for me, I think it's connected because when you grow up, you come from our human source, right? And then that human source is the first person to let you down. Yeah. And what does that do to you? That creates a deep wound. Like even in my psychology class that I was taking, um, during my college ventures, you know, I was learning about childbirth and easy babies and the ways to work with different kinds of babies and support them. And it was like talking about the things that infants learn early on, just from the way their mothers and their fathers and whoever is this motherly acting role, even if it's not your biological mother, you know, even if it's for those kids that have blankies and stuffed animals up until they're like 25, that's a motherly wound. That's a core wound. Somebody abandoned the fuck out of you and they probably don't trust a lot of humans or people. They probably have a lot of objects and things that they enjoy and find love through because they have a motherly wound. Someone early in the beginning in life that was supposed to be there for them, you know, regardless of a tit in their mouth, but genuinely love them, show them, teach them, guide them, nurture them. That wasn't there. And then you have on top of that, what happens in the womb. So Mm going to kind of present a little bit of controversial topic here, but um, like kids, some kids who are autistic and they can't speak, but they only scream and they own, you know, they yell as their form of communication. So I have some old friends that uh, that has a daughter who is autistic and she can't talk at all and she only screams. But the thing about it is those people, part of the reason they're not my friends anymore is because they only scream. They Mm -hmm. only yell at each other. They only argue all the time. And that's what that baby was born into in the womb. And we all came from a womb. And that, for me, is what I think connects it to the motherly wound and why it's such a core wound, whether you have a womb, because we all came from a womb, regardless of how you identify. And even if you were born in, you know, what are those egg incubators? You still came from the sperm in the womb at some point being brought together in this space, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like even that, right? Those could be those people that grow up to be more loving of objects. You know, that stuff matters what we like those times that you hear people talking about oh I put headphones on my belly and play Beethoven for my baby that might seem like a crock of shit and just some oh you must love being pregnant but there's real science behind it it's still in still a frequency so when you are growing up in the womb the things that you experienced inside the womb it's just like more scientific to help paint a picture people who use drugs while pregnant We know what happens to the baby because we understand it's going to the body. Now I want you to take that example and I want you to think energetically, think spiritually, think emotionally, because think about what emotions do to our stress levels and what that does for the baby in the womb. And that for me is why I think we have to do like 
ancestral and generational healing because everything in the womb is feeding through you and there are things that you may grow up with a great life and still have a fucking Achilles heel that you don't understand where it came from probably because it ain't yours boo it might be your mama's or it might be your mama mama like it's all passed down through the womb right and that's why we have to heal generationally I think that's where the science and the connection come between motherly wounds and womb yeah and that's why I'm so fascinated by epigenetics because like you were saying you might have something going on that didn't happen to you it happened to your grandma it could have happened to her mom Mm -hmm. or her dad like it could have happened generations and generations back And because it was such a deep trauma for that family member, that ancestor, that wound that maybe led to you. Yes. It actually got encoded in the DNA and passed down. Literally, literally happiness and stress. Like if you start to bring more happiness, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza for this because he's who introduced me to the fact that like doing the mindset and the subconscious work can literally start to rewrite your DNA strands. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's definitely a really important piece. And I would love to go deeper on that with you, maybe in a future episode, Mm, um, because that's, that's definitely something that people need to really become aware of and start thinking about, because it is important to address and we're going to get a little bit woo woo here, but it's definitely important (laughs) to address what happened in your family's past because it's not, and again, it's not completely woo woo because there is science. There is proof that it actually changes the DNA structure, but it can also linger karmically and energetically. So it's very important to know that and um, heal those things within you as well as energetically so that you can kind of heal forward and backward in time. And I think that also with womb wounds, since we're talking about this, I think that to get a little woo-woo again, those can be part of your parallel lives or as some people like to call them past lives. I won't get into Mm. why I I call them parallel lives right now because we're trying to be mindful of the time here. But I think that the mother wound, and this is just me speaking intuitively. So if anybody's listening and has a deeper insight, please feel free to comment. But um, for me, the mother wound might be more specific to this particular lifetime and what happened while you were inside your mother's womb, and then what happened potentially between you as a child and and all of that kind of stuff. And the womb wound can be passed down from generation to generation to generation until somebody comes through and goes, you know what? I'm fucking breaking the cycle. I am a cycle breaker and we're not doing this shit in our family anymore. Yep. To wrap up, I would love to hear your thoughts on on that because I know you are a cycle breaker or a generational curse breaker however you want to put it so I would love to hear your thoughts on that oh yeah um definitely am because like I said see the womb wounds passed down right I can see where especially you know trigger warning again especially with rape and molestation and poor relationships with men in my family I can see that deeply back to my grandmother for sure through to my mom through to me and even honestly my grandma's mom and the relationship that she had with her husband it was very like you take care of the kids I'm gonna build this house and it is what it is and 
So I definitely think it comes down to understanding what is being passed on to you, whether you're looking at it from a wooey angle or a scientific angle, just simply put what's being passed down to you. What are you doing and thinking and feeling about life that you're so set in stone with and who gave that to you? Who told that to you? Like who showed you that? And, you know, like a funny, simple one. So my grandmother uses wipes a lot. And I don't use wipes because they're not flushable. I try to be as eco-friendly as possible um, with also my budget that I have, even as I build it, because I'd love to plant leaves and wipe my ass with leaves when I get to that point one day. (laughs) But my little brother, he's used to putting wipes in the trash can. So I had to tell him about like not putting toilet paper in the trash can. It's flushable. And so one day while I was trying to talk to him, instead of yelling, hollering and be like, why the fuck are you doing that? I said, where did you get that from? Even though I knew, I had to invite his own mind to become conscious, right? Had to bring the subconscious act to the conscious forefront and breaking that cycle, right? Because then those things get passed on. He's going to teach his kids and their kids and da-da-da-da-da or live with somebody that's like, why you do that? And maybe they think it's good and they do it too and then all kinds of crazy shit, right? (laughs) But so it's like, what's, what's passed on to you? What are you holding on to? And like I said, habits and things that came down to you and for me, you know, my thoughts on the generational healing is just letting go uh, and changing and choosing to change and heal things in your family or things that you've seen growing up, whether it was in your family or not. Maybe your family's great, but the neighborhood you grew up in, you learned some stuff and you saw some things and, you know, maybe you didn't act on those things, but maybe it's got you scared of a lot of other things and nervous of a lot of other things, right? Where can you heal that and separate yourself and also become one with the truth that lives in newness, lives in free will, lives in consciousness for you to say, I end this cycle. And it doesn't always have to be some big grand thing. Like I just shared with my little brother, it can be small, simple things because what it does is it just literally breaks the cycle. It breaks a loop. It breaks bad habits and it invites more alignment, not just positive changes, but it invites alignment with whatever you want to see in this world. So if you want to see more world peace, you know, how can you give that to yourself and let go of what you went through before now so you can actually make that happen, starting with yourself? Yeah, that is such a powerful place to end this episode, I think. So I invite everybody who's listening to really think about where did you get your patterns from? And are they your truth or are they someone else's? Because if they're not your truth, then they're not the truth and you don't have to hold on to them. So I invite you to think about that and do some journaling and do some meditating on it because the sooner you understand where you got certain patterns, the ones especially that are holding you back, the faster you can release them and reprogram them. So thank you so much for joining me today, Taylor. This has been amazing and it went really fast. So I would love to have you on again and we can go deeper into some of the other things that we just barely scratched the surface on today because I love Dr. Joe too. So I'm sure we could do a whole episode on (laughs) on his teachings. But um, for real and epigenetics and, and, you know, some of the more woo woo aspects, but I think it's also important to note that the woo woo and the science are really, really coming together. So anybody who gets all weird and uppity about woo woo, take a look at science because it's starting to catch up. 
that's really the, the key there is that science is now catching up to spirituality. So um, just wanted to leave off on that note as well. But before we end the episode, Taylor, please tell everybody how they can connect with you, how they can work with you if they want to dive deeper into their womb wounds, their inner child, all of the, the good stuff that you help with shadow work, um, just all of that good healing work. How can they get in touch with you? Yes. So I do primarily use Facebook, which is where I do have all of my links and everything. But if you are not a Facebook user, I, you know, you can always contact and reach out to me by email. Um, it is Taylor Lachey Insights at gmail.com. And I definitely will gift that information to Elle to leave in the show notes for you as well. Um, so that way, if Facebook isn't your thing, you don't feel limited and halted in your journey because you don't have to let anything hold you back, not anything in generational patterns, you know, whatever it is, you get to choose. So if you so choose to allow me into your life and support you in your healing, I would love for that and to be there with you alongside you as you heal your core wounds and your womb wounds and you break these cycles and you break these patterns and you be the change maker that already lives within you. Absolutely. I will definitely put those links in the show notes or description box, depending on where you're hearing this and um, be that cycle breaker, because if you're listening to this episode, you already are. So don't forget to check out the show notes or description box below to join the Womb Wounds Healing Experience Facebook group if you're on Facebook and get all that amazing content while you still can. And for the links you need to connect with and work with Taylor and or myself, if you want a personalized guidance and support experience on your journey, because you deserve to live in a reality of freedom, fulfillment, the highest joy, peace, harmony, synchronicity, magic, and abundance in every aspect of your life simply by being your true self. And I believe in you, so you should too. Much love. Much love. <laughs>